Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Julia and Alex. Hello, Alex. Hello, Julia. <laughs> and I are subbing in for Elizabeth as she has had a whirlwind of a flight cancellation debacle and is too pooped to make it to our crappy lake coverage and other shows. <laughs> Alex? Would you like to start us off by giving us your wonderful tagline? Oh, wow. You're going to keep it in the or- the tagline order I, still? I think I might. Yeah. Well, I just okay. did. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so thrown. I'm so thrown. Okay. I'm usually, you know, I usually have the tagline be like a light, silly mm-hmm. thing. Typically, mm-hmm. you know. But I had to go serious this week. If you're on Bravo, then it's your fault if you think one of your friends is a vault. Ooh. <laughs> you were taken aback. You jumped back. back in your seat. Well, it didn't go the direction that I thought it was going. I thought it would be like, <laughs> if you're on Bravo, it's your fault that your friend is going to totally destroy your friendship for a plot line. I thought that's the direction we were going. Oh, you going. thought it wouldn't rhyme? Well, no. You thought, this Alex, this isn't going to rhyme. This isn't going to be good. <laughs> None of the housewives <laughs> rhyme. <laughs> if you're on Bravo, then it's your fault. If you go to a festival full of balls, almost rhymes. It's a near yes, rhyme. Yes, exactly. Soft. A soft rhyme. Um, yes, yes. Well, I'm Julia, and my tagline <laughs> is, I'm the most patient man in the world, and I've been waiting for these women all my life. And that is, of course, the tagline for the mayor on Crappy Lake. Wow. Mm-hmm. He just loves these two women, and they love him. They dress up for him every time they see him, and they call him they... Mr. Mayor. Lou maybe has been making love to that cardboard cutout. Of him. I know. <laughs> it's the only man she can get. Well, should we start with Crappy Lake? Yes, let's. Yes, yes. Let's get the best one out of the way. Oh my gosh, 21 minutes of bliss. <laughs> Now, I'm usually someone who, I love a long movie. Mm-hmm. I love like an hour-long drama. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I usually get annoyed when people complain about something being too long if it's like good. So you like but having to switch out the VHS halfway through? I love that. Okay. I love my Titanic mm-hmm. two-tape set. Mm-hmm. But Crappy Lake has me thinking, would every Bravo show be improved if it was like 21 minutes long? And I have to say, they do as many scene changes as any other housewife does. We just go through yeah, them they do. so rapidly. It's almost like the only thing that's really being removed is like all the minutes they spend like previewing what you're about to see after the commercial break, and then you see it again. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, totally. Yeah, this show has maybe ruined everything. <gasps> no, 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 no. I won't okay. go crazy. No, but I do like that. Once it starts, it's over. You're smiling the whole time, and your takeaways mm-hmm. are amazing. Like, there is nothing Lou and Sonia won't do. Because Sonia kept saying she wasn't going to look at the bloody toe, but she kept going back for more. So Yeah, and they Lou tried, like, every testicle at that festival. <laughs> she did. Have you ever tried a testicle, Alex? I don't think I so. I know I have. I should remember if I have, but... Oh, how was it? They're delicious. Like, they are a little slimy, but, like, I always dip mine in ranch. So it's really just, right. like, fried ranch. Yeah, if you fry it. Yeah, exactly. And mine both times have been goat. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Where? Cody, Wyoming. 
Okay. Yeah. At the same place? Yes, at the same place. Or was this place. like a feature on every menu? No, no, no. We always stop by like the Irma bar and we just get the goat testicles. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you would love Crappy Lake. I would have love Crappy Lake. I don't know if I could have been as woman as Lou to like go in and get the catfish. She was down there holding yeah. her breath for a long time. I don't know if I could have pulled that off. Or would you have been um, brave enough to help out that contortionist who got stuck? Oh God, no, I wouldn't have touched. I would have been hiding under the was table. Was that real? I honestly think so. <laughs> it seems weird because like you think he could have just let his fingers go, right? Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, to imagine if that was a very real thing and everyone's like, all right, Luann, you're the one that has to help. <laughs> she is the nurse. She's probably the only nurse in that room. It's like a plane. Then the boy with the melodica on the unicycle. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that Sonia gave him a five and Lou gave him a one. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at high tea, I thought mm-hmm. of season two of Crappy Lake because I can't think that we're not going to get these two women again. They're just too good. But we can't just bring them to all of the random podunk towns of America. Next time we have to put them in a world that they have to act so sophisticated. I think we got to go the other the way. opposite. That's a yes. great idea. I think we have to put them in the Wimbledon box. But yes, yes. See them try to. Yes. Yeah. They both think they can do it. They both think they're most comfortable. But we've seen them in that crappy lake bar. That is their true form. That is their true form. So I think we should put them where they truly think they deserve to be and then watch that. That's such a great idea. And it's also, I think to that point, what's great about them is that like no matter where you put them, they are like the fish out of water in that scenario. Totally. As much as they think they can like um, blend in or assimilate themselves like they're always going to be like removed from the environment in some way so th- they're they're like the perfect leads of any show they are they also think that they're such big performers you know so it'd be funny to put them in like an actual like production of something or like see them like an actual oh like, my gosh. For, like an actual show that would be amazing put them in hamilton put them in wicked <laughs> yeah put them somewhere Put them on the West End. Oh my gosh, Alex. Oh. Amazing. Oh. Oh. Let's. I think um, I'm an idiot because I finally realized that like this is this whole like show is just a playoff Shit's Creek, right? Right. I finally realized that that's mm-hmm. what why they picked this town. Right. Of it. I'm a fool. Where do we want to go next? Well, we started with the best. I think it only makes sense to follow up with. I called it the worst last week, but it was very weird this week. So I'm afraid of calling it the worst again. Roni? Roni? Okay. I am all in on Roni. And I'm all in on Uba. Have you changed your tune? Um, I had to take a sip of coffee. I know. I was like, it looks green. I'm like, what are you drinking? It is not St. Patrick's Day. Oh, I just saw the label. Okay. Sorry, the the brown and then the green label. I was just drinking iced coffee out of it. Kona Brewery Cup. Elizabeth would hate this. I know. So, well, while she's not here, I'm going to take one more I sip. I know. I don't have anything to sip. Ah, you'd still make the sound. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Roni, Uba is now, she has entered the plane of interesting that Jenna is in as well. I would put her in stardom. Oh, wow. And I think it's because it's a point you made about Aaron last week. Uba is totally not self-aware, but thinks she is. And that whole sitting North Compass thing, I think she really does that. 
Like, yeah. I am fully on board. I don't think she's watched Housewives and decided she needs something quirky because she likes Dill. Yeah. I think that she's not even going to try anything quirky again after seeing the buzzkills take away her coconut milk this episode. <laughs> okay. As someone who just sold their business <laughs> and is slowly losing access to restaurant brands, like, there are certain things that us home dwellers can't access. <laughs> and yes. It's hard to get certain brands of coconut milk. They didn't care truly. They just knew there was a camera on them. Right. And they thought that we might not like it if they didn't make her put it back. Yeah. And I think that's one mistake of some of these cast members. They're hyper aware of their class Mm -hmm. and how they may come across to viewers, which Uba is not. No. Which the best Roni cast were not like that either. No. And the best thing about Uba at the start of the episode was she was the one who didn't like cheese. The most lame plot line of a first episode (laughs) of any Housewife franchise ended up being made beautiful by Uba, being the secret cheese hater that whole time. Loved it. Was that even brought up again? I forget. No, they dropped it. I also love that. And we're done. We moved on to Caviar. They didn't get to the house and they were like, Erin, so guess what? Actually, she's the one that didn't Mm -hmm. like the cheese. I do have to say... That these housewives have better Hamptons homes than our old housewives. Oh, I loved it when it cut away. When Jenna was like, mine's like the I size love of Jenna's. Like your kitchen. Hers Jenna's is, is my like, favorite. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh. Oh. Uh, I want to go to that one. I want to squeeze Me all these too. women into that beautiful living room. There's nothing Jenna yeah. Lyons can't do. Eat dill. <laughs> well, it's that. funny. I think the thing that got me kind of on board this week, mm-hmm. and we've talked a little bit about it already, is they are so obsessed with food, this cast. They are. It's all they talk about. That's like what draw, all the drama is going to be. I know. And like when you look at all of them, you know that they all are watching. Like I don't want to put anything on these women, but they're definitely sure. like living their lifestyle in a certain healthy way. So the mm-hmm. fact that they're so food obsessed is very interesting. Yeah. Now I have to go into... It was so amazing that Bryn got sick. Happy she was not feeling her best. I'm wishing ill on her. I cannot believe she missed the first trip. I was so grateful. It was fun. There was no like loud bell ringing to where we weren't able to get fun, subtle housewife tropes out of this episode. Mm-hmm. I liked it when right, she was yeah, away. She's like trying to be the f- quote unquote fun one. And you know... That's the kiss of death towards your own personality when you decide you're the fun one. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's the fun one, and then there's, of course, always the one that's not having sex. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Jessel. Jessel. I liked that she decided that based on their reaction, she should say that she gave toothless blowjobs to her husband. Now we know (laughs) she's never given a blowjob in her life, so good for her. Staying out of that. I love that um, a Bravo cast member can like, it's it's either one of two things. It's either they're having sex seven times a week mm-hmm. or never, not at all. There's no in between. Well, they're extreme No one women. can be normal about no. it. No. And we know everyone lies. So if she they says do. that she hasn't had sex in a year, she didn't have sex ever since she conceived her kids. And actually. Or she's having like three times a week. Is she lying the other way? She could be lying the other way. She's, she knows her family's watching. Now, Alex. I mean, come on. As a straight man, 
Were you mm. as offended by her lingerie as she was, Jessel's Christmas tree lingerie? I, you know what? As a straight man, mm. I was kind of confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk. I was confused first by how wild she was reacting, and then I was confused by how everyone was reacting to her reacting. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I wasn't getting many answers for those last three minutes. Okay. Other than that she kept saying I look like a Christmas tree. But I just felt like the editors were like, this is going to be a huge plot point this season. Pay attention. Well, they are like beautiful gifts and probably very expensive yeah. lingerie. But I do have to say, I feel like Jessel's, if they took up her him. A little bit above the knee. That would have been sexier. So, like, I agree with that. Yes. But, I mean, Erin got the best set, but she was the host. So, you know? Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. I thought she looked fine. Okay, good. You think they all are... I mean, they are all beautiful women. So. Yes. Love that for them. Alrighty. Where should we go next? Atlanta? Without Kenya... There is no conflict. We are pretty much just painting pottery at a foreign color me mine, loving life. To the point where Moneta of all people like makes a joke about it, right? And try and starts like fake drama. This is bad. If Moneta's making jokes with this crowd, this is, does not bode well for our our united front of Drew Candy and Kenya. <laughs> The um, only thing that happened during Color Me Mine that I thought was truly amazing was that Sheree picked out the star and tried to put her own logo in the star, had a screenshot of her logo to stencil from, and still wasn't able to pull off a She by Sheree replica, which just shows you where we're at. Never want anything from this woman she cannot deliver. Yeah, I love that she by Sheree is by someone else design-wise. Yeah, to where she can't even pull it off in stencil form. (laughs) They also, uh, one of their conflict-free things was they went to a place to get and you and I love orange wine. Yes. Oh, I was so thinking of this green wine. I was like, Alex and I have to take to the internet. When I heard green wine, I went, what will this look like? And you know me, you just saw me drinking a green drink. I love green drinks. I know, I got green on my uh, mind. The reveal for it to just be like a regular white wine, that he knowingly, he misled them. That guy does that. He knows that people are expecting like a green wine and then they get Yeah, it. you're right. He should have prefaced it before he poured the bottle. It was kind yeah. of like at the beginning of Wizard of Oz when you're super disappointed that it's in black and white and then you yeah, wait yeah. for a grand reveal. That never came. You're right. And I th- to that point, the wine should have turned green after they... they stirred it or whatever <laughs> point like just put a tiny drop of food coloring at the bottom of all Ooh, these women cuts oh. and then just pour their yeah. green wine and just let you and i put it on our bucket list to go to Prague together and buy green yes. wine let us yes, take this disappointment on these women do not need that no they were so excited well you introduced <laughs> me to orange wine and now i can't get Which enough is orange sometimes or it's an orange enough. It's orange enough. Yeah. But there's nothing green about that wine. No. <laughs> I was so disappointed. <laughs> what I wasn't disappointed with is Candy. I don't mind that Candy isn't 100% with us. She's busy trying to make money to finance her mm-hmm. husband's mini projects. 
She is exhausted by life. I'm okay with this candy because she brought us Bolo, the one good thing to come out of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll co-sign that. Bolo night is turning into a huge plot line of this season. Yeah. We are in 2023. And Bolo is three years back. And here we are talking about LaToya and Drew. Did they kiss? Did they not? My reaction is, who cares? It was a drunken, very sexy night with vibrators. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I wouldn't take that on if I were Ralph or any of the cast. But it's because of where Drew is going that this has become a plot point. And I'm excited for her. Let's get Ralph out of there. He's taking himself away to Vegas. Mm-hmm. What a disgusting human this Ralph yeah. is. Yeah, with the woman who massaged him for the video shoot mm-hmm. said, oh, you should be a, a, like a dancer in Vegas. Right. Very strange. Like I think it's like Magic Mike. But he's mad at, he's going to be mad at her because she maybe kissed a girl. Right, and I just have to say too, if he gets cast as new Magic Mike or dancer behind new magic mike where i think he probably would end up he has to mm-hmm. move to vegas temporarily this is a he'd love huge that huge choice though and this is yeah a choice from a guy who wrote a book about stepping up as the stepdad and didn't tell his wife that he was writing that book and wouldn't let her read it before it was published but then he'd be stepping up which drew was in step up yes yes oh ralph's about to become like a magic mike type channing tatum step up that is just the sort of puzzle i have going in my I love right it. now it's all connected to channing tatum and he thinks he has drew on a string but as we know she files for divorce thank goodness and i'm so happy that we jumped forward a little bit in this episode just because we all know and i like that the editors acknowledged our knowledge and i feel seen well, there's and there's only so many like episodes we we would have to watch of like everything's going good ralph is throwing a brunch for everyone yes. we can't keep watching stuff like that to sign us off atlanta alex please do well to your point about candy always being busy mm-hmm. i think it's really unfair that she's always as long as we've been watching this show being told that she's not available for the group she shows up to like everything she's the only one who went she's to Kenya's in like ER thing. i know yeah i do think um this is a bold claim but of all the housewives, mm-hmm. I think I would be the closest friend to Candy. I think me and Candy would get along very well. It's a very strategic choice, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nothing careerist about okay. it. <laughs> I just think that we would vibe. I get that sense. Yeah. We're both the type of people that would yell um, and scene after that Drew thing. Oh my gosh, so. Yes. Drew. I mean, it's clearly about Ralph. Obviously. Yeah. As much as I love Drew, her. I would not get along. I, that she'd be a nightmare if I knew her in real life. Well, like you <laughs> could never go over to murder she, Drew. You may not come back out. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be involved in that. You would not be at that brunch. I'm already involving myself too much with this podcast <laughs> theorizing about it. <laughs> All right. Should we finish off with OC? Oh, yeah. What a fun OC. Emily is a good time. That pool party? She's going for main character these days. 
when she's in it, when she's around, yeah. she's really trying to be like the center. Yes. She's really making up for lost time. And it's good that we keep separating her from Gina. Yeah. Even like when they are both in the same episode, they're still kind of removed from one another. It's great because we're learning things that like Gina might not actually be Italian, which we've been theorizing <laughs> as well. <laughs> right. Her guy at one point goes, well, like, you're not like a real Italian. Did you see? <laughs> and, she, and he was like, oh, I mean, you'll, you know. <laughs> so I think he let it slip. <gasps> yeah, and I'm not into watching her and her ex-husband and her ex-husband's new wife. Like, don't care. Very weird. Move on. Yeah. Very weird when you're watching them and then it cuts to her being like, you know, I guess I'm, I'm over the isolated domestic abuse. And what I'm really concerned with still is the she. And, and then it cuts back to them having like a nice time at the park together. It's very weird to watch. It's because she realized that her first season on Housewife really jeopardized her ex-husband's career. And mm-hmm. now she's having to do damage control because her kids yeah. need college funds. It's sad. And the editors and are letting her. Yep, they are. Um, Maybe they feel bad too. Yeah, I mean, they did put together the package. It's nice to think of the ethics of the people making these shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I kind of want my editors to not have ethical Moral qualms. About, yeah. Yes, yeah. But, eh. Yeah. Now, I think that Heather... Which one? Brown-haired Heather. Yes. I think that she is getting too much hate. I'm very much liking her. I think the biggest reason she's getting this much hate, though, is that everyone's sensing that she's trying to get onto the Beverly Hills cast. She just bought a home in Beverly Hills, like Beverly Hills proper. A lot of them don't live in that zip code. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand that, like, if you're a tailor, you can move from Beverly Hills to OC. But you cannot make the jump from OC to Beverly Hills. I think that's mm-hmm. that climb just doesn't... No one's ever done that before. I just don't think it's going to happen for her. And do you think that everyone's hating on her so much because they're sensing that she's trying to change allegiances? Do they... My question is, do they like her enough to, like, care if she left? No. Or do they want her gone? Hard to Hard tell to sometimes. Tell. I know Gina and Emily... Maybe not Emily even. I don't maybe not even Gina anymore. I was gonna say they were the ones that like like her yeah. now. And Shannon's about to not like her, unfortunately. Well, everyone not liking her has made me really like her. Yeah, same. I'm a huge fan. I think that the other Heather mm-hmm. being involved we have we've had so many Jens on this show. Yes. So many Ryan's Ryan's mm-hmm. Um, so many, uh, we have three women right now that look exactly the same. That are right. You really have cast. to look at their noses. Their noses are different. Yes. But adding Heather, who shares a name with a cast member, and now is the fourth person that looks <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like the else. other ones. Yeah. It's, it's way too much. Get her out of the show. I was losing my mind when she <laughs> Especially when the four of them were sitting on the lounge chairs together. It was like I, you were looking at spinning. a mirror in the carnival. Which makes sense because they're all only like different based on like little um, uh, like warps in their faces or mm-hmm. whatever. There's like little adjustments. So yeah, it is. it was like a funhouse mirror. It was. There <laughs> it is. Funhouse. But not fun. Not fun for Alex. Not fun. Not fun for me. Um. I enjoyed Heather being there because everyone's being like, Tamara does too much. Like, 
the world isn't loving her return because they think she's too put on and think that she tries to bring on the plot line and control it. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. I've realized yeah. like oh see as you're not being able to tell any of these women apart doesn't come from a place of all natural. I do not need these women to just let the drama hit them. I like a good cultivated drama for this franchise specifically. I'm a fan I understand. of it. Don't mind. We're already in, in a world of artifice. Yes, exactly. OC. Let's let Tamra bring on the blonde Heather. And it works too. It's not like the, the things she's starting then feel like forced or artificial when it's actually playing out. She's like starting real drama. Oh, totally. And Jen doesn't know what to do. She's trying to break Jen to engine and i think that she's getting close and i'm rooting for jen just go and do a couple of salutations and come back to us and keep yeah, that, that that face <laughs> keep that face on she just needs to bring in one more blonde woman from the gym yes and then i think jen will <laughs> it's always funny when like you see and this is like true in like real life when you hear all this drama about like a, a part like a, a boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. and then you like see a picture of the guy and you're like huh right <laughs> that is how i feel about this guy they keep talking whenever it cuts to him i'm like that my hot take i guess is that hot ryan is not hot but i think we're seeing him we need him not in the gym well also like ryan never wore a shirt and this True. ryan but he always had a little dog on him his body was not snatched i no. think we need this ryan shirt off more we need a we do, speedo. We need to see him in the gym. I, yeah, but the gym closed. Ugh, this, is, this is hard. <laughs> we need Cut Fitness to reopen for Ryan. Right, because it can't just be any gym. It has to be this very unholy gym where right. <laughs> all the women were checking him at, like, bred this specific environment. But, yeah, every time it cuts to him, he's either saying something really, like, dorky or like lame or mm-hmm. he's always pissed he's always like i'm a good guy i didn't cheat on you and we all know that he did cheat on her and we all know that he did send out dick pics yeah and she's and he's always saying this like in a facetime where you see like a woman kind of like out of frame in the back yeah or he answers a facetime and it's pitch black and she can't see him <laughs> uh, i love oc this season all right alex should we go to awards oh yeah all right, would you like to start us off? The um, happened to me when I was a child in line at Burger King award goes to the guy who uh, his toenail came off in oh, Crafty no! Lake this week. Did, you, did it happen to you because you opened a door on your toenail? It happened um, because we were in line. You know how they have like those stanchions, like the line? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I, I like, yeah, I kicked it. And my big toenail fell off. Alex. And then the reaction to it was very much like this, the Sonia Luan reaction to like, it. Like, oh my God, like half the people are trying to help and half the people are running away. Yeah, and most people are treating it like a joke for some reason. <laughs> or that's like, oh, it's gross, but like, uh, whatever, it's a toenail. <laughs> and there's blood everywhere. Did you get a calm tappy meal? No, I don't even remember eating. I think I like blacked out. Oh, Alex. Oh, traumatizing. This is tragic. So I felt for that guy. That's a tragic story. I felt for him too. 
I felt especially bad when they, after all that, they left to not even help clean up after crappy hour that night. They left him alone. And they barely set up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping he gets paid by production. <laughs> Me he, too. I hope he gets a happy I meal. I hope he gets his happy meal. Crappy meal. All right. My award is the Barbie World Award. In honor of the Barbie movie, I have to give this award to OC. And everyone keeps dissing the OC fashion. And I would just have to say that every single Sherbert Pink, basically Gina, she has mm. Barbie style. That's true. And yeah. I love the OC for this. Like, they have really leaned in. And we know that this was filmed well before Barbie promos were coming up. So I love that they're just naturally trying to be a 1980s Barbie. Such a colorful world that we live in in the it, OC yeah. with champagne spraying and even Heather was like dolphin trainer Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like Christmas tree lingerie Barbie in Rome. No, no. Yeah. And they all hated it. These women will wear their Barbie wardrobe and love it. And I love them. By the way, Julia, that that hat you have in your background right now is the hat that Barbie wears in the movie. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got to put it on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Alex. Anytime. Wait, say yours. Thank you, Elizabeth. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 